everybody, welcome to Stories and Solutions. This is Mr. Todd. This week is the part two of a really uh, energetic interview with uh, Belma Michael Johnson. And this part two is about fatherhood, or as he explains it, is uh, about black fatherhood and um, the issues with that he's trying to find the solutions with. So take a listen and thanks for your time. I figure we can, I could use this segue into, um, into the Father's Day episode. Okay. I was curious, you said you really wanted to talk about that. And I, well, I just think, you know, black fatherhood needs to be talked about. Okay. Um, I, I, I am old enough to remember three different occasions. The one that, 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 that sticks the most is, um, it was the first time it was either time or Newsweek. This is a long time ago. And, and those magazines were very relevant and they set, they moved the culture, those magazines, who was on the cover and what they said on the cover was very important. Not so much today, but back then it was highly influential. What was on the cover of time and Newsweek. Um, and it was kind of a news story at, right. at, every, almost every week. And they had this little black boy who looked just like me. Um, and uh, the headline was a world without fathers. And it was talking about the, the, the demographic trend in, in the black community that was just evolving of matriarchal households and the, the legacy of that. Um, and, and here's the thing. Even if a father's not living in the household, that's not a world without fathers. What kind of freak are you trying to make us out to be? They have a father. The father right. might be you know, living somewhere, might be incarcerated, might be any just absent might be deadbeat might be all but to to to, to decide to, to put a black child the only time i saw somebody look like me on the cover of one of these magazines was under the headline a world without fathers and it was hurtful and it, you could tell i'm still a little salty about it yeah. and i've seen that same headline two or three times now here's what's funny because of the increase in the income of of other you know, I don't want to start because because this is public so I, I haven't checked my facts on this but I know that 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 there is a there is a trend that started in the black community of matriarchal households women led mother led households that is also showing up in other cultures and yet when somebody else does it I don't see the headline that calls their people a world without fathers it's right. just it's just insulting and so. Um, you know, they, they keep trying to sell that narrative. Like, this is the problem with the black community is the fathers are missing and they don't have family structure. They don't have family values. All of these these lies. And, and everybody tries to ignore the fact that that's been socially constructed by by domestic policy that you can when you reward when not with not when you reward when you withhold benefits that a family needs to feed their children. If there's a man living in the household, you are incentivizing the man to leave. You are making it, you are penalizing him, in a, to, to think of it the, in the inverse, you're penalizing him for staying in the household. And so you do that for a generation, and then you create these communities, these, these cultural norms, where these are matriarchal-led households. And when you, when, you, when you discriminate against that man in the job market so he cannot feed his family, which is the most humiliating thing you can do to a man, make him incapable of providing for or protecting his family, and you continually exclude him from unions, from executive positions, from employment at all, when the black community has been periled by unemployment rates 
that are worse than the the, the quote unquote Great Depression. That the, the Great Depression was was half the unemployment rate that was that was across the country in the black community for a hundred years. Right. So that was the Great Depression. So what do you call it when it's when when you're constantly in that state of precarity and peril? Oppression. That's what you do to black men to make it it to make it impossible for large numbers of them to care for their family and so they leave and the only hope is to get this government money because and and part of part of the requirement is that there not be a man in the household that's called social construction when you put those factors together and then after you've done that for 40 years then you say look at them that's a world without fathers. That's why they're having all those problems. When you created those problems by giving the mediocre white candidate a job in lieu of, rather than letting him compete against the, the black uh, candidate who had higher credentials, higher capability, you still give it to him based on, well, we were comfortable with him. And those sorts of you know, uh, forms of, 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 of discrimination. Or, or or you give it to him because it's your nephew or you, it's your friend's yeah, nephew. Yeah, nepotism. Or, or he's in your social circle. And then here's this black person who's qualified who eventually gets discouraged and, and then self-medicates or resorts to some extra uh, legal activity, crime, whatever, trying to feed his family. And then you, then you, you, you judge him more harshly in your "quote unquote" so-called justice system, right. and now that person's incarcerated, and then you penalize him greater so that he does it three times. He's locked up for twenty-five years. That kid does it uh, three times, and you suddenly leniency. A fourteen-year-old is trying to take care of his mother, so he does something, and now you want to try him as an adult. Whereas this fourteen-year-old, who's a different color, it's like. Oh, he was. You sent him to the wayward, the home for wayward kids, and try to rehabilitate him. Yeah. And you do all of these things simultaneously, and then you call this a world without fathers. It's insulting. So yeah. yes, I. The majority of the black people I know, the father is in the home. Now I don't 70, care what the demographics say. Seventy-two percent. Yes. When does anybody say that? Seventy-two percent are present. Twenty-eight percent. We're defined by the 28%. And I'm not saying those aren't real people or real. I'm not getting into that. I'm saying, what about the 72%? Why do we never talk about that? I had a father who taught me not to smack at the table, how to be a man, how to tie a tie, how to, how, how, how to, how to shake a hand. I remember the Saturday, my father, we had the handshaking uh, lesson. He, he like literally... Just reach out, shake my hand. And I had like everybody's handshake. It was like one of them fish arm handshakes. Right. He's like, no. <laughs> you know, and he just taught me. And you don't think I taught my sons? And and how to how to speak, how to finish words, mm-hmm. how to how to articulate yourself, mm-hmm. how to formulate a thought. You know, you gotta have logic in my house, you know, right. because I had to have logic in the house in my father's house. You know, that's yeah. my father. Yeah, because you father. have an opinion. So if your opinion you matters. But it has to be reasoned. Exactly. If it matters, it has to have like like facts. Yes, it has to be. I, I tell my sons all the time. They can't just come to me with something they heard on YouTube. It's like, no, you got to tell me how you gathered that information. And was it from multiple credible independent sources? Because if it isn't, then there's no reason for us to talk. Don't waste my time. And, and when people hear that, they're like, it's the don't waste my time that triggers them. And I'm like. My time is valuable. I tell my sons that all the time. time. They say time is money. And I tell them, you can ask my sons, is time money? And they'll go, oh, no, no, no. 
time because you can borrow money. You can't borrow time. time you yeah. can lose money and find it. You can't. You know, somebody can steal money and, and and you can go to the court and get it back. You can't do any of those things with time. Time is more valuable than money. Time is life. So when I say don't waste my time, that's that's intentional too because I want you to. Be, I'm communicating to you that I value my time. And what your real takeaway is it you're not worth my time. Your real takeaway is you should value your time. That's what the takeaway is. And if you don't get that the first time, you're going to get it the 300th time. But people get triggered. Oh, don't tell your kids that. Don't waste my time. you got to tell them you love them every day. And I'm like, you know what I need to do? I need to show them I love them. I don't have to tell them ever. My father never did. My father never said, I love you, son. Not once. I don't remember those words ever coming out of his mouth. And I never missed it. And I never doubted his love. He showed me every day. He showed me in the the, 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 the battles he fought, he, the, 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 the victories he won. We always – we didn't just have food on the table. We lived well the whole time. How did he do that? I see how hard that is now. See, my dad <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> my uh, dad really? – <coughs> sorry, but my hey, dad ahead. my dad wasn't, um, wasn't like present from like 5 till 10 or so. And then um, being out here, that's how I got out here. But um, being out here, it was like come and go, come and go. So I see me as a father where I actually explain it to my kids. I tell them when I screw up, I say, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm trying my best because I don't really have a good example. And I go off of what I, what I think I wanted to have happened and what I think he would have been capable of I think if it emotionally was stable um, and then what I think his intent is or was and I try to put all those you know how you, how you were talking about the imitation like on how I think being a father should be and uh, but I don't I don't like I did, I came from like I said I come from like the South Bronx I don't like even now I'm building right so it's like that there's I've I said this to a friend of mine he's well well off <laughs> and we started off at the same time doing music and stuff he went one way I went another way and uh, he told me um, if I if I ever like lose it and I can't do it anymore. Um, I have like, you know, things stacked. And I was like, yeah, because it's a good way to cushion your fall because we're all going to fall eventually, right? So for me, um, coming from where I came from, it's like I go up and down, up and down. And I try to show my kids like kind of what you said, like you can't borrow time. But if you look at life as just a lineal thing where time doesn't really exist. It's just more being in the present. Um, that whatever you're doing should matter so much to you at that moment that you made that choice that your, your energy is, is like focused on that. So therefore it would be the right, you know, like you're in the right place versus you know someone that's just like la-di-da and wasting their time you know like wasting you know just kind of like how you say pussyfooting around things 
if, you know what I mean? Like, so if you, if you tell your kids, like, look, the only gift I can give you because I don't have this or I don't have this right now is to show you how to get it. And to show you how to get it is showing you my drive and your drive should be better because you have more knowledge. And then to me, that's the act, that whole thing about teaching someone how to fish, not, you know, having someone sit there watching you, you know, so that's kind of how I so, approach it. So, so you're one of the ones who's breaking the cycle, you know, and, and, and like, you, you, you know, what's funny is because I have friends who are breaking the cycle. They didn't have a father in the house and they're being the father they wish they had. Well, here's the thing. I had a father in the house the whole time and I'm still trying to be the one that wish they had. They, you assume, and I'm not saying you personally, I'm just saying people mm-hmm. assume that, oh, if I had a father in the house, I would know what to do. And I'm letting you know, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> You'd be doing the same, same thing, thing. Doing right now. Yeah. You would, you, you, and you would, you would be doing it with, with, with less humility. <laughs> than, oh, I than see. Your exhibit, because you, you sort of kind of think you know, and then you because your kids are going to be different from you, and the time is different from your time, mm-hmm. and your wife is different from your mother, mm-hmm. and 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 the circumstances that all of that creates are different from those those are, and so literally all these variables are going on at once, and so even if you had that father there and you did have the example, yes, there's a certain amount of psychological weight that comes from just having two parents. No doubt about it. There are billions of studies that that prove that that right. there is something. But in reality, you don't really, really know more. You you have an example, but some of the stuff my father did doesn't work on my sons, and so I have to figure it out anyway. You know. So yes, fathers being in there it matters. It is an advantage. It it, it because. Of, of just the, the the social prestige that comes with it, you know, because the, they call the family broken if it's not that, and, right. and, and the income, and and, that. and honestly, you feel safe because there's like a grown Stability. man in the house that will go kill somebody that tries to come in and you know and and, and harm. So there, there are, I'm not I'm not discounting the the value of a father and house. All I'm saying is I'm focusing on that one piece you said about. You you're trying to figure it out. If, if, let me just tell you something. We're all trying to figure it out. Uh, as even with the father of the household, you still have to figure it out. So don't think you're at a disadvantage in that way. The fact yeah. that you're there and you are you are doing your best. You know, my, one of my favorite plays is Hamilton, and um, you know, there's a, there's a line in there. I can't remember exactly, but it's like. I remember the, the, the I can't remember the, what the whole rhyme is, but I'll make a million mistakes, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like that is just so. Any father who hears that line, you're like, oh my god, that is that's how I feel. I'm gonna make a million mistakes, but I'm but I'm but I'm gonna be trying my best the whole time. And, exactly. And I'm gonna teach you how to admit a mistake, and I'm gonna teach you how to learn from a mistake, and I'm gonna teach you how to move on from a mistake, you know, and and forgive yourself, you know. I'm gonna teach you all of those things. I'm gonna use my mistakes as teaching tools because they're coming and I'm going to make them. And guess what? So will you. And this is how a man does it, you know, because I see, I see, I see a lot of people. The one thing I will say is I see a lot of people who did not have their father in household. They, they, they have this misunderstanding of manhood. They think it's a super macho, super violent, super, you know, stubborn, you know, these are all the opposite of you. So obviously you're, I'm not talking about you. (laughs) I'm not worried about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen other guys who their reaction is they, they, they create. They, I don't know. They get it from movies or something. I don't know where they get this image. Yeah, they, the influence. Know. And so you know, but 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 my version of manhood is when when it you know you I, you, know, you 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 insult me. I don't have to fight you. I don't have to prove anything to you. I'm like, I'll look at you like, wow, you, really? Okay. Well, you go ahead and believe that false falsehood. I'm gonna live in this truth and keep it moving, you know. And so I saw my father like that, you know. And so I think I think that's the thing. There are there are some there is value to having an exemplar to show you what to do in certain key situations. But I got to tell you, it's not a hundred percent. Oh, of <laughs> course. Everything my father did is not something I can do or should do. And sometimes because of what he did, I go the other way because of how it turned out. So it's like, you know, on the one hand, I hear what you're saying that, wow, you're, you're, just, you're just doing the best. But 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 some of some of what you were saying, some of the sentiment you expressed, I feel the same thing. Like, I, you know, I had an example every day and I still am like, I, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna I, try this. I, I was more on the lines of like, if you think, um, so like, I explain this to the kids I work with. So I'll tell them, okay, you live in an affluent area and there's still drugs in your area. Your your access to the drugs are still in your area. You may not be privy to it because you live in this area, right? So it's kind of done in a very, like a more uh, nicer cloth, cloth, like cloth way. If you move to a not so affluent area, it's in your face, right? So, yep. so with that, you have now lack of security. Like you're gonna have, more, you're gonna be more insecure. And then the other side of that, you might feel like you have to buck up and and be like that hard person, even though you're terrified on the inside. I mean, everybody's just a big kid. And then, then you have the side of it where you're. You say, okay, well, when I go to sleep at night, how well do you sleep? Because, uh, you know, you hear uh, arguments next door in the wall or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So for me, um, I say growing up, two parents, there's two sides of it. You, you can have two parents and they're screaming and fighting all day. Uh, right. Right. And, and um, you can have two parents that are... Uh, you can live in a nice place, but one of them's a drug addict, you know? Right. Um, so for me, it's more like um, the connection of being able to talk to someone and being able to say um, such and such happened to me and I don't know what to do or, but you, but you, you know, that part of your life, it's like, no, I, you know, like how you were saying before, like that machoism, where you can't mm-hmm. you can't say anything, and if you say X Y Z to mom, then that's gonna be oh you're a sissy, and mm. you know, and then you don't have like your cousins or whatever. It's gonna be you're made fun of, which you're already sensitive, um, which you're labeled right. So you go inward, and then that's where the you know I always try to find the positive side of like okay the, now you're inward, so now your your music and your writing and your whatever comes out because you're still trying to tell the story of, you know, anguish or, you know, feeling a misfit or whatever it may be. Now me trying to explain it to my kids, it's a matter of, Hey, you guys cry a lot where (laughs) I cried on the inside. Right. 
And right. but I'm not going to be the dad that's going to say, oh, toughen up. I'm going to be mm-hmm. the one that's going to say there's more things that are going to make you cry worse than this. So kind of look at it as this is like the medium cry, you know, right. You know, um, but there's going to be other things that happen. And I want you to know that I'm here to listen to you. See, I grew up in the boys don't cry era, but I, I, I've, that's where, Same. where, where I've, I've, I've chosen to pivot where I, I told myself, Oh, that's all right. Just have a good cry. Sometimes you need a good cry, you know, because we, you know, that's, that's where the mental health and a lot of the machismo, see a, see a lot of, a lot of what comes off as machismo is really hurt and anger, uh, which is the same thing. All, all, all anger is, is hardened hurt. You know, right. so somebody's hurt and then there it's unresolved and it just hardens into anger, you know. And so then they don't they they, they want to lash out because they don't want to be hurt again versus if you just let that crying happen, then there's there. I don't know what happens. I don't know the brain chemistry with that of, of crying, but there's a healing effect, you know, that, that somehow happens that I can't explain because I haven't studied it. But I know from experience and from, you know, either as as. You know, the, someone who shed the tears or who's witnessed it, because uh, I, I to this day don't cry much, um, but hardly at all. Matter, matter of fact, it's mostly in movies, uh, in, in in very specific genre, father movies. You know, that's, okay. that's that's the, uh, the uh, you know I probably should spend some time on a therapy couch trying to unpack that one. But <laughs> but I I I I I believe. Um, I mean, my father died when I was 19, so I don't think it's that hard to figure out oh, why. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, 19 is, and we were. It, it was, it was when I. It was that was I had just stopped being afraid of him, you know, because my father was a very powerful man. I'm not talking about physically. He just, he was a CEO of multiple companies, and he just. He ran them, and it was just—he just had a presence, you know. And and he had this voice, this deep baritone, and he just—he was just scary, you know, <laughs> you know. And and then you know when I—I I, I believed that my whole life until like this one point when I was going to going to going away to college, um, and I needed the money for the orientation at USC. There's like this two-day orientation at the time it was three hundred dollars, okay. um, and and I needed the three hundred dollars, and I'm like. I, I let him know. I called him. And it's like, where's the money? It's like, now I got to get on this train. I'm on my way. And so I get there and I have to just talk about it. I, say, I don't know what happened to my father. He didn't send the money, but I'll get it. So, and can I just do this? And they go, yeah, 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 fine. You know, that's the way it went for me. Um, and then, uh, you know, it was, it was in that moment I realized I'm mad at him. I'm like, I am no longer afraid of him. I'm right. like, what, is, what are you doing? You know, dude, get it together. I'm like, wow, my whole life, you know, I've been afraid of him. And somewhere in there, I stopped. And I haven't been afraid of anybody else ever since. You know, and so I, you know, because I, I could tell my sons at some point uh, were afraid of me because I just, I go. I'm like, this is who I am. Right. Here it is. You know, this is manhood. This is what the world is like. I tell them that all the time. I represent the world. Mm-hmm. world is not there to cuddle you and tell you everything's going to be all right. The world right. is what it is. The world has rules. Right. The world is hard. You know, and I don't mean it's difficult. And I don't mean it's mean. I just mean it's firm. It is. It is in certain ways intransigent. And you need to. You need to know that you run up against this. There are consequences. You know. That's right. You know. It's like, and so I represent the world. And so I, you know. But but I could see them now. They're. 14, going to be 15 in a couple of days. And I can see they are becoming less and less afraid. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they are, they, I can see that they, I haven't changed. They've changed. And they're like, they, after so many years, they're like, okay, I get it. D- Dad, thank you. No problem. Yes, sir. 
you know, but they're not afraid anymore. You know, yeah, even but... though I haven't changed, you know, and so I'm, I'm thinking that's that's passing along the same thing that my father passed on to me, whose father, I assume his father passed on to him and on all the way back. That's how we got here, because the world is not easy for anybody. It is definitely not easy for black men. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it and so I go easy on you. I'm setting you up. <laughs> you know, I if I if I come hard, but fair, I don't just yell at them. But I'm like, I told you to do this and you didn't do it. And so now there are going to be consequences. That is how I talk to them. And that's not like, because ah, we're screaming in our house. It's like, it's just like th there are choices and consequences. You make decisions, you know, you make a bad one. They're going to be some bad consequences. See? You make a good one. They're going to be good consequences. Consequences are not necessarily negative. They're just the result of, of what you, you know, did. That's what consequences means. Mm -hmm. People think consequences are always negative. No, nah. there are good consequences. That's just right. make good decisions. You made a bad decision. So give me that phone. That's how I talk to them. And, you know, it used to be fear. They would lie. You know, you know, now they tell me, yeah, I know you told me to do it. And I just was tired. So I didn't do it. But I'm going to do it now. You know, that's when you know. They're not afraid of me anymore. They're they they're they've grown in in who they know they are. And they've they've decided that I don't have to be afraid of you. If I do what you want, I know that's better. If I don't, I'm willing to take the consequences. Like that's what I see. And it's like it's I don't know. It's like this summer. It you know, and we we're barely in the summer, but I noticed it's only like a week old. You know, they just got out of school. But I noticed this summer is like when they turn that corner. I don't remember when I turned that corner with my father. I just knew that by the time I was 19, um, I, I became aware that I was unafraid of him. That's when I noticed it. And then one week, it wasn't even one week. The the, the day I, I went to the USC orientation, I, I told you it's two days. So the first day, um, I was just mad. I'm pissed because, like, why well, don't I have the money? Why well, I got to look the the boo-boo without the money. What's this about? So I do the orientation. And then my mother says, um, I, I, I get this call because I, I was, we were, I was staying with a friend. Um, um, you know, so I, your mother says you got to come home right now. Cause my mother could be dramatic. I'm not gonna lie. She could, she could have some drama too. I'm like, what is this? She comes and says, I just want you to know that I love you. So I wish, I'm like, we you could have called me. This is what I'm thinking. The whole drive home is like an hour and a half to our house from USC. Okay. I get home. She's standing outside crying. I'm like, Oh my God, what is the drama? What is it? <laughs> you know, That's funny. you gotta be respectful, but you know, I'm also exasperated. I need to register tomorrow. What is it? She goes, go ask your brother. So I go in the house. And I'd say, what is it to my brother? And he says, dad is dead. And then I just black out. <laughs> I, just, I don't remember what happened. I don't know if I fell. I don't know what happened. All I know is everything went black. And then I came to, I don't know how long it was that I was blacked out. And I go back out to the curb where my mother was standing. I say, what do you want me to do? And, she, you know, because it's like, am I going to quit school? Do I need to get a job? I'm like, you tell me what you want me to do. Um, I will do it, you know. Um, and she said, go to school. And I said, okay. And I got in the car, we drove back. And the next day I registered. And it's funny because the first day of the two day registration, I remember thinking, this is so corny. These parents bring their kids to college. It's like, are they going to go to class with you? What is wrong with you? We're in college. We're, we're at USC. These kids, oh, I see why why are your parents here? So that's how it looked the first day. Then I go home that night after the first day, 
find out my father is now dead. So that second day, it looked a lot different. <laughs> it looked yeah, a I lot see. different. All was these it? fathers, you know, c- carrying the books and getting. I was like, wow, it all changed. But that was that was the moment I grew up. The, the, most, most people can't tell you when they grew up. I can tell you exactly <laughs> when I grew up. It was when my brother said, "Dad is dead." I immediately. Wow started thinking about what does the family need uh my i had a younger sister who was seven who i had you know she was she was on her way to private school so i you know i got out of college i found a way to pay pay the the tuition or just paid it i I think i entirely paid it and then she you know she went to high school and then she went to college and it's like so tuition so i'm i'm like in my early 20s paying tuition like i have a teenager (laughs) you know just you know just a few years younger than i am you know it just it just it just it just changed who i am that one moment yeah it gave you a spark of of your drive but 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 it was like fortunately blessedly however luckily people have different ways of looking at these things i had i had i had stopped being afraid of my father before that and and it was like and i was aware that i was unafraid of my father i knew i knew i was a man you know and i just needed to get through college but i knew i was a man and it's like that's what he prepared me for and i think about that when i'm dealing with my sons i don't know when my day's coming I don't know. He didn't know. Matter of fact, it was so funny. He had written a note in it. We, we had this habit. He had this habit of writing notes and putting it in his wallet to remind him. I do. I did the same thing. I had a note in my wallet that said, ask dad for $300. He had a note in his wallet that says, send Belma $300. He never got to the bank. He died. <laughs> it's like Because that's what happens in life. So it's like, it was, a, I kept that note for years. I kept it with my note. Just to remind me that he was he was he didn't just you. forget you he didn't overlook you he was trying he was he intended to do and it's just life happens was it and, health and, and, was, what's that was it health related or like something um you know you the doctor the doctor don't. said his heart exploded which by the way for any future doctors listening to this that's not the way even if that's what Happened. Happen. That's not a way to explain it to the family. Yeah, like massive heart attack. Just say he died peaceably, and you go study why would his heart explode? Because I don't even know what that means. I didn't want to know anymore. I've never asked, and I've never investigated. I'm like, what does that? That just that image haunted me for like ten years, um, and so you know, I don't really know, and I never, we never, it just, it was just not talked about in our family. We just. That 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 doctor had the worst bedside manner in the history of medicine. Um, you know, he was like, he said it was fascinating. His heart just exploded. So you know, that sounds like extreme hypertension. That could, I'm sure there are doctors who could explain what that could mean in medical terms. And he should have given us some long Latin term instead of saying it that way. But he was just so geeked out on look at this medical phenomenon that he forgot this is a father and these are his children and there this is this is the the, the wife of that man. And they just lost him. He was thinking about his paper he was going to write or whatever. I don't even know. So I'm just, you can tell I'm a little salty about that, too. Um, that you know, makes even, sense. Even, even, even to this day. So I don't really know. But, you know, I know he had, you know, he smoked and, you know, he drank, you know. And so, I mean, everybody who smokes and drinks doesn't have a heart that explodes. But these things don't help, you know. No, of course. Exercise as much as he should have, you know. And, and you know, it's it, so my reaction is I never smoked a cigarette of any kind. Um, weed nicotine bait none of that you know i will drink but in moderation i've never been drunk and and i I, until the the pandemic i worked out like like i was training for the olympics 
all the time. And it was in tip top. The doctors used to be fascinated by the, the condition of my heart. I had like a 40, um, you know, um, uh, uh, my, my, my heart rate was 40 beats per minute. They were like, you run marathons? Mm. I go, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I play basketball. Oh, I play okay. every day, you know, and I'll play six hours in a row, like straight. I'll just keep playing until I lose, you know? Yeah. So I was like, you lose some and then you rest a little bit, but I will play a six hour span. Like it's nothing. I did that every weekend. And so my heart was, you know, cause I, because I saw, I, it was, I was What's confronted with that truth. Like this ends. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. ends. How you take care of yourself matters. It affects other people, you know, yeah. when, you, when, you do, when your heart explodes. I'm like, my heart is not going to explode. You know, I always say, you know, Father Time is going to catch me, but he's going to have to run up this hill. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I get you. <laughs> you know, because it used to be, he's going to have to run, he's going to have to chase me on this court. I don't play basketball anymore, but I run now and I'll do 10 miles. It's like, like it's nothing. I just decided I'm gonna run 10 miles a day. Like it's nothing, you know, and, um, you know, matter of fact, where, where I met you, that's one of the places I run to. Uh, I run right past there. Uh, it's like, I know exactly where exactly two and a half miles is and exactly five miles is from my house. Okay. Um, and so there's one part on that pier that's exactly two and a half miles. And then there's, if I go run past the pier, there's another part spot that's exactly five. So I know going there and back, that's 10, you know, or going there, going back on the shorter route and back, that's, yeah, five. that's five. So, yeah. you know, that's how I am. I, I, I look at all of our neighborhoods according to the routes that I run, you know, because, you know, of what happened with me and my father, when I was 19 and I, you know, and I, I'm, 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 I, that was the hardest truth I've ever had to face, but it benefited me. I'm extraordinarily healthy. Normally I'm going to get it back because I will admit the, 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 not the pandemic, but the pandemic got me, but, but I'm going to get it back. I was just saying that to my wife. I was like, I'm, I'm going to get all the way back and some, I want more. I want, I want, I want to be better than I was before all this. I'm not going to just get back to where I was. That's not good enough. I'm going to be better. And that's like, that's what my father was like, you know? Yeah. And so it wasn't sitting around telling me how much he loves me. It was the way he lived, the things he did, how he carried himself. He didn't, he didn't, he was smiling, but he wasn't taking ish from anybody. And you could just tell, don't do not deliver it to him. Yeah. This, that's not going to work. And that's, that's the image I have in my head. And, and now you're being that you're, you're inventing it. But you have to invent it anyway. And I, it does help to have an exemplar. It does help. But, you know, some people had that and it was a bad example. <laughs> Other yeah, people yeah. had it and it, it was, it was, it was, you know, they, they, they were for different reasons. It, it, it wasn't helpful. You know, they're so different from their father. So, you know, I, you know, I hear what you're saying that, that you know, I, I hear some of what you're saying. The implication of some of what you're saying is that I didn't have that example so I could follow. I'm like, Having that example does not mean it's something you can follow. I'm different from my two brothers. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. have the same father. So how who was he the good example for? He was what he was, you know. Yeah, um, true. And what, what what I find people do is they go find another example. You know, and, I, and for me, because my father was gone at 19, I've been seeking fathers, you know, all along. What's interesting to me is that sometimes it's a peer. It's not an older person. True. Sometimes it's just it's it's a person your same age or even younger. You know, it's like we're all seeking uh, an example, you know, and I, I, for me, it was athletes for a long time for me, you know, Magic Johnson, like I would live my life like Magic Johnson played basketball. And then I moved to Michael Jordan and then I moved to Reggie Bush. And, you know, there was a Kobe phase, you know, you know, it's like different. I just, I would, I would read about how they think that, and I would watch how they played and make my own analysis. And I would apply those principles to whatever it was I was doing. that was not sports. You know, so athletes have been, like a big part of, 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 of 
that sort of mentorship for me. And I think that's true of a lot of people. I think that's true of a lot of black men for sure, uh, because I've had these conversations. Uh, but I, I think a lot of people, I think that's what sports is sports. It's not just the game. You can read the results of the game tomorrow. You know, true. You, can, you, can, you can, you can Google that, but, but why do we watch the game? It's to, it's to learn how to live. So anyway. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, that's, 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 that's all of that is, is, uh, is is like how that's when you say fatherhood all of that comes to mind i watched sports with my dad and i and i i know how i i saw how he lived it was between athletes and musicians like miles davis was his one of his favorites i think it was his favorite and he's just it just you want to know what my father was like just look at miles davis and john coltrane like okay. the way coltrane presented himself and the way miles lived that was my father you know right. that's who he was you know I he styled you. himself similar to them it, and i just think everybody he had a father too his, he grew up with his father but we just keep seeking this 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 ideal this this exemplar and it's it's but it's not that person is an ideal we're seeking the ideal version of ourselves which we're building that puzzle and that's what you're doing you're you're, you're having to do more work than i had to do because i at least got to start with the base of like well this was my father but then you start chiseling away from that you don't want to be exactly your father you yeah. just like you keep the parts you want and you, you you cut out the parts you don't like i don't drink like he did and i definitely ain't gonna smoke um you know so that, those parts mm, that was the first thing to go i'm not gonna do that see i don't um, drink I'm gonna, beer I'm, I'm gonna sleep more i'm gonna exercise more you know and so yeah it helps to start with some clay um versus you had to go gather your clay and <laughs> build the image of yourself but but either way you still once when, when you get to our age you're, you're you're we're doing the same thing now we're both just sculpting yeah into what i think is is the best the right idea. way yeah yeah because he he, he drank beer so if i drink which i usually don't but if i do like i say i, I made up met up with you and we went out and had a beer or whatever, I would have a, uh, like a vodka versus, versus I won't drink beer because he drinks beer. But I, mm. I, but I choose to use cannabis because of like things like of my ailments that, mm. that helped me, right? And then, but I, but I was the kind of guy that I research like everything and then go, okay, well, what's better for me, this or these pills, <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. That, that kind of right. thing. Um, but like with my kids, like they see me make, uh, they, they, they refer to it as medicine, but they'll see me make it, but they'll never see me use it. Mm. And, and for me, it's because I don't want them afraid of it. I don't want them criminalizing it. Um, right. But I don't want you to be taught at this age on the curiosity of oh so that's what you do if if they learn somewhere like i've told uh both of them if you ever gonna drink you're gonna drink with me first if you're mm -hmm. ever gonna smoke you're gonna smoke with me first um i don't want them to ever feel like they can't talk to me um about anything but that's just me and and, and i i guarantee you some of that is i didn't have someone to talk to right so you make sure that you, but I try not to overcompensate, you know, it's right. So that's, 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 a, that's the thing, dude. That's the thing right there. Like I try not to try to squeeze it all in in case I die at 41. Cause you know, you know, it's like, you know, cause that's, that's what can happen. It's like your experience either in your case because of the absence and you like go too far. I'm going to be super dead or in my case, he didn't live very long. So I got to get it all in. You know, you, they're both forms of overcompensation and it's, right. but it's hard to hold back because, 
you know, but you just got to do the best. My father only made it to 41. And for me, that was age 19. And it was enough, dude. I, I, I held on to everything he said and did. And in, and in, to this day, he's alive. He counsels me to this day. He's in my blood. He's in my DNA. Right. But also I can just look at his story and, 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 and I, and I draw inspiration from it. He was 26 when he bought his third house wow. in a neighborhood where, where black people weren't allowed. And I'm like, how That's did amazing. you do that? You know, and he didn't sell the other two to get the third house. That was the third. He had accumulated three houses by age 26. How did he do that? Yeah. Like, what, what were you on? He was just on one. That drive, and I yeah. Just, and I just tell myself, I don't need to have him answer that question. I just know that's in me. So let's go. But that's you the know? stress. That's that stress that'll build up, which will that's cause. That's probably true. But that then that's causes. why you got to counter that with the exercise. But but I, I I draw inspiration from the from the will. You know, that's what I see in it. There's probably stress, but I see the will. I think it was an act of sheer will, you know, because the system wasn't set up for that. We were supposed to own any houses. And if we did in this neighborhood, not that one, well, I lived in places there were we I was the Jackie Robinson of every classroom. You know, like right. there was there you know, that was we 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 lived we didn't live in just like white neighborhoods. We lived in rich white neighborhoods, like elite, like world class places, you know, and, and that's just where I grew up and we didn't know any better. Cause it's like, I'm just going to fifth grade. I don't know. This is in the top 1% of the 1% income, you know, like in, 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 in the world, you, you don't know about that when you're whatever I was, I was nine. Cause I skipped a grade. You're nine years old. You're nine years old. You're just going to that school. Hey. You know, I, what I remember about the school is they had grass. Cause you know, in, in the, the schools, the, in the black neighborhoods, uh, we had asphalt. We we're playing football, tackle football on asphalt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the same. You and I are from the same era, and you know what's mm -hmm. weird? I skipped third to fifth. Right. That, yeah, so that's you did weird. the same thing. So there you go. You did the same thing. I I skipped from kindergarten to second. Oh, okay. You know, I went third I, or, to no, no, fifth. No, 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 no. From kindergarten, from the first half of kindergarten to the second half of first. That's what I skipped. So from I went from the first half of kindergarten, like the first half of the year, I was in kindergarten, and they were like, "This kid can read. He can read. <laughs> he does not read." Be a kindergarten. So the second half, I was in first grade, and then I was like at the top of that. I was like, I could have gone to second grade, but they thought that was too much. Yeah. So yeah, we 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 did the same thing. I actually think that because my sons are like that. They were they were smart like that. One of them especially, he was very academically oriented. The other one has become that, but he was more athletically oriented at, in the younger ages. So they wanted to skip. They were they were he was capable, but we were like, no, you're not skipping because it's like you need the time to for that social emotional growth. Mm -hmm. It's not because you can't handle the academics. It's because you need time to grow emotionally and understand your emotions. And that I stand by that decision. We did not allow him to skip for what? Yeah. That you know, made so me go you, back. Uh, what, what's that? That's what made me go back was I couldn't handle like not understanding what the social side of right in the fifth grade when I'm still fourth grade in my brain. Wow. Well, your brain was probably fifth grade, but, 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 but well, at least the part that, that, you know, does the academics, but right. there, but there are other parts, <laughs> you know, the, you know, I, 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 brain science is one of my hobbies. I used to be very conversant. I could tell you what each part of the brain did when I was, um, um, writing that, um, that, uh, that, that Bible for the, the, for the social game. Um, that was when I was studying brain science because the story had a lot to do with uh, brain science. And so I, I read, I don't know, 30 books on the subject. Um, and so I, I could, I could be more conversant than I could be right in this moment because was, that was like 15 years ago. I did that. Uh, so, so it's not top of mind, but what I do know is 
the, the, the you know, no human being or most human beings, typical human being doesn't have a fully developed brain until age 25. Right. So everything before that, you're dealing with a partial brain. That, that, yeah. Of course, at 23, 24, you're closer than when you're 15 or 14. But still, you're dealing with a not fully formed brain. And, and so this whole business of rating kids and grading them and mm-hmm. and, and allowing them to make death, choices. Oh, my God, to make choices and punishing them for the bad ones. All of that is hogwash. It's just it makes zero sense that we're locking people up for life. Yeah, at 18. The they made at 19. Yeah. With, you know, because it's an adult. I'm like, who's that? Based on what? Yeah, and you Based can go into debt for hundreds of thousands of dollars for college at 18. Right. You can go to war at 18. You right. can you can smoke cigarettes at 18. Right. You. you yeah. But but and, 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 but you're and, not. But that's why they want that. So that you can make those bad choices with your partner. Right. Brain. Exactly. You know, and, and then they've got you hooked for life. And then you when you get smart enough to know not to do that, you know, that's what that's 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 a major cause of my father's death uh, was cigarettes because they were handing them out in, in the hood at, you know, to teenagers. Oh, menthols. Free, yeah, yeah. Oh, that too. And yeah, he he, he spoke cools and all of that. You know, um, you know. So and those things are just bullets. They're just slow bullets. You know. Yeah. And, but and they knew that. They knew that. You know. So 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 stop talking to me about it's a world without fathers when you guys have, you know, put us under siege for five hundred years. You know. Oh, I agree. Stop. You know, just stop. We have fathers. I'm a father. You're a father. Yeah. Full, uh, fully. Uh, uh, present and accounted for, you know, <laughs> and it is, it's what I mostly know. And I'm fully aware that there, that's not every family, but I'm saying my it's, experience it's is like what I mostly know. Um, you know, I look at, up and down my Facebook page and I'm like, you know, I actually see, you know, you know, on a percentage basis, more of the, the black fathers heavily involved in their kids' lives than, than some of them, than no, my wife's friends. I, 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 you know, I see, I see pictures of kids, but I see pictures of fathers and sons more than you fathers with the, and, and children in period with, with the black. Cause I don't know what that is. Like we are in the picture. <laughs> like, well, I, because, <laughs> because the white, I think the white or even Asian uh, families, their whole thing is based on work, 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 work. Whereas, right. you, whereas you're looking at a black family and you're, most people aren't even expecting there to be a father there. So, right. So when you see them at the games, right, that is for the white or Asian families, you hear, oh, well, they're at work. You know, they, they we have to have a place to live and da 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 Right. 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 Um, the, the Hispanic families, they, they're at work, but they right. make time for to come to those things because sports or whatever, you know, means something like the family itself means something. And and when you break it down to a cult, a yeah. cultural thing, I, yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never thought about it. That could be it. I, I, I've never thought about. It. I just know that you know I'm I'm here, and and I'm I'm tired of people calling black community a world without fathers. We are not that. Well, now, here's we're a world we're a world with fathers and mothers, and yeah, they're children. just not present like, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. and and for reasons we can't act like all of this is happening in a vacuum. You know, and 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 the fact that people like you and me have overcome odds does not mean that there wasn't an extra hurdle thrown in our way. 
Right. You know, um, we, it, there, there, there was, you know, and there were hurdles, many more hurdles thrown in my father's way and probably more than that in front of his father's and on and on and on back. And we're, you know, but let's not act like this is an even playing field and that you can just sit, look at the outcomes and say, well, the, the, the negative outcomes in your community are your fault entirely. That's just ridiculous. No, it, ignorant. there's a social construct there that, that, um, like I, I lecture on this stuff. Remember I told you I do motivational speaking. Yeah. So like I talk to the kids and I tell them, you know, when you hear like where I grew up anyway, you hear the projects. I, I go, when you're in school, you have a project and that project mm -hmm. is based on a theory and what you think the hypothesis of what the outcome is. And that project can be a, a maze and that maze can be mice and you can put them in there. Are they going to survive? Are they going to get out? Whatever you, whatever your hypothesis is. But when you stay, when you take people and you say, well, these people live through sl slavery and through horrific conditions and they still built their own, uh, you know, wall street or whatever you want to call it. Right. We, we burnt it down 12 different times. It wasn't 12. It was 26 just in the year 1919. There yeah, were 26 okay. white mobs that, that, uh, terrorized black communities because they were thriving, 26 right. coast to coast, just in the year 1919, James Weldon Johnson called it the Red Summer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so, um, and then that's not that's not even counting Tulsa, and that's not counting exactly, those exactly. Were a couple years later, because if you had rolled into Tulsa like you rolled into those other like like Richmond, you 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 would have you know, because they had a standing army, a militia in Tulsa, so they knew. We can't just roll in there like we with with our tiki torches like we did these other communities, and that's why there was a plane. The, right, and they, and they and did they the incinerate. Yeah, and that's that's why it's suspicious. Because like, where did these the so-called rednecks get a plane? Rednecks well, that was from planes. the that was from the government. Well, that's 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 what I would. That's the most logical uh, answer in my mind. I can't prove that, but it, well, but logic. like, who had planes in 1922? Yeah, <laughs> you know, this is like, logic. What, that yeah. was not, you know, that was not a common thing. That was, you know, so, so, you know, so, and, and so, so think about all the wealth and all the leadership and all the communities that were destroyed. And then you, you add to that, that with the quote unquote new deal, which they called the raw deal in the, in the, in the, in the, in the black intellectual circles at the time, they, 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 for some reason, repeatedly put these highways right through where these economic centers that you're calling Black Wall Streets uh, were across the country. How come that happened coincidentally? I don't even remember. It was like 10 or 12 different times the highway went right through. Because, like, where is right. the Black Wall Street that, that was in Richmond, Virginia? That was the original one. Why yeah. we, we, we could maybe go back to that site and rebuild it. No, you can't because they put a freeway through it, like driving a stake through the heart. And it wasn't just once. It was intentional and it was repeated and it was coast to coast. So stop acting like this just happened. And stop acting like there must be something wrong with those people. I am so tired of ignorance, you know, and, and, and it's not just the ignorance. It's a combination of the ignorance and the arrogance. You have a, you have the nerve with your ill-advised, uneducated self to cast, cast aspersions and come to conclusions and make judgments against an entire people based on what you see with your limited knowledge and even and, and, and unapplicable lived experience instead of reading, for instance, or listening. You know that my, my mother used to say, nobody learns by talking. 
And I, 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 I have to remember that, you know, because there's a lot of people talking and the more they talk, the less they've, they're learning, the more the you can't do both. You're either right. learning or you're talking. Right. So which one is it? If you spend too much time talking and not enough time learning, you're going to say a lot of stupid stuff. And mm. that's what I hear. And I hear it on national media outlets. And I, and I, and I saw it on the cover of either time or Newsweek magazine, a world without fathers. How did that get by everybody? That tells you there was no black person in the room with any power when that decision was being made because it's biologically impossible. And it's, 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 it, there's evil intent baked into that decision. And I've seen that headline multiple times. So no, it is not a world without fathers. We are here, but it is a world where fathers have been attacked because you're trying to behead a community yes. and, the, the, and, and, and a, in a patriarchal society, the father is the head. And so you, you beheaded. And so what do we do? We, we develop a matriarchal community so we could survive. And then what do you do? You demonize it. When, when all we're doing is creating a response to your oppression, it just. Or they emasculate you. Yeah. Oh, that too. Well, you know, that's the thing that people never talk about when they would lynch people, they wouldn't just hang them by their necks. They, no, they, they break they, they you. They routinely emasculated them and, yeah. and, 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 and tortured them sexually. Right. Um, like a breaking then, a horse. Yeah. It's like, so you, yeah, you have to ask yourself, why is that? What are you really afraid of? You know, and, and, and when you just deal in your interactions every day, you kind of get a sense of that. So it's, it's, there, there's, there's a lot more to it than what, what they teach in, in the schools and, and what, what, what gets passed along, you know, person to person and what's portrayed in the media. There's a lot more to it. And I just wish people would read well, instead I, of just, just, just talk, I, you know, I, like get informed. Yeah, I, I get you. I get where you're coming from. I I go I go into a different level. Remember when you said, and this isn't patting myself on the back at all. I'm just trying to connect with what you when we met. Um, you said the 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 conversation. You said, "Oh man," when I explained to you my the reasoning reasoning behind the rebus, like how you talk about the imitation. Yeah, I I see the definition of what it is, and. You, you know, you're putting it in your own way. But when you told me, Hey, you're on a different, like you, you, you resonate on a different, uh, level frequency because your mind is somewhere else. That's where I look at, like when the psychology, cause I talked to the kids about how you get past this stuff is to see why they're doing it to me. Yeah. To me, if you say, Oh, you're a slave and you're calling these people monkeys and you're calling them scum of the earth and you're and you're whipping them and you're and and all this. What kind of person are you yeah. that can get aroused? You hate these people, but you're gonna no, get aroused. You know what it is? They're projecting. That's what it is. They're telling you what kind of person they are. I teach my sons that most of the insults that bullies are yelling. That's them projecting the how they feel themselves that they hate about themselves onto you. They're, they're telling you how they are hurting. They're telling you how they see themselves. You're weak. You're no good. All that stuff. They're telling you how, what someone told them about themselves that they've internalized. And the only way to exercise that demon is to 
uh, to project it onto you, externalize it by by calling you those things. So Correct. you have to wonder what kind of person they are. They're telling you that's those comments are not about you. They're about themselves. Right. But they what I'm saying, you. I'm saying like for you to get to you to get aroused enough to 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 go to into a man, right, and sexually do something oh, yeah. to yeah. that person. Like oh, yeah, to yeah, me, you're, you're you're for you. Like when you go, okay, is this fear? No, you're you're getting off on this. So therefore, yes. that's where I'm gonna say, okay, you can call me whatever you want to call me. Yeah, but what kind of person are you? No, exactly. No, right. So so yeah. to me, when I look at what because I teach, right? So mm -hmm. the, so um, actually, that's something I we can talk off air, but uh, something I really like. I, I don't care if you charge me. Um, I, I want to be able to sit down and um, show you what I was trying to, what I've been trying to do for God knows how many years. And that's why I meant by like, you said something earlier and the same way my shirt affected you, something you said made me go, Oh, that's what I was trying to figure out. And, and you know, the, the, the path, you know what I mean? Like, like there was something you said, and I yeah. want to be able to do something uh, with to change my trajectory of my family, where I live, how I'm living, what have you, because I know my intelligence level, and like how you were saying, like the where I where I uh, resonate my my frequency, you know, is. Um, it's like I I I talk to people all the time and say, if you had to be stuck in a room and someone said, would you trade places with that slave? That slave mm -hmm. owner is going to say no. So then you can't tell me they don't know what they're doing is wrong. Right. 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 So why would I pledge allegiance to a country that did it, that sees me as three fifths of a person that is going to tell me that I should be, upholding these laws and constitutional rights as they call them when I, I have a, a God-given right that that I should follow your archaic and twisted ways and base it on saying something like well that's just the way it was I don't care if it was in the dinosaur era you would know you wouldn't want it done to you so for 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 you to do it for centuries you cannot make me think that I should hold you in any esteem or any respectful way when you're basing your whole wealth system. And as you said, the judicial system and everything else is based off of these unscrupulous, you know, uh, acts that you did. You know why you pledge allegiance to this country? Because your ancestors died. And because your ancestors lived and because your ancestors built this country, it was it was stolen labor on stolen land. Yes. That was the plan. That was the business plan that created the wealth that later turned into what we see today. But the original wealth of America was stolen labor upon stolen land. And people try to give the North a pass. But here's the truth. The, the, the South was economically more powerful than the North at the time of the Civil War. And in fact, part of the reason for the Civil War is because the Confederacy was going to be recognized by the nations of Europe because their wealth was also based 
on that stolen labor That's right. on that stolen land. And so the 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 entire United States of America and of Western Europe owe a debt. And we are here to collect. That's why you pledge allegiance because the the price has already been paid. Yeah, this is this is your country. Yeah, yeah. Your ancestors made it your country. Not just the stolen labor, but also we've oh, we've shed blood in every war. Every yeah, we war. fought. Now, we there, fought. There yeah, are all kinds of people who came here, at Ellis Island, and all of that. You know, and they and my grandma. they died in the war. They died in World War One and World War Two. You know, but we were we were all of those wars and eighteen twelve and seventeen seventy six. Every war. Right. No people can say that. No other people can say that. That's true. Nobody else can say that they were in every war because they weren't. So many of the people who came, they're, they're, our families go all the way back. So many people came here. They came in the late 19th century, early 20th century. Well, good for you. That's a hundred and some years, but we go back five hundred years in this that's land. That's right. So this is our country, and that's what the, the allegiance isn't to the, the 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 our oppressors. The allegiance is to to the nation that we help build. Our blood, our ancestors in the soil of this land. This is our land. That's why, and no other reason. And a debt is owed, and it must come due, and it will be paid here and overseas sure. and around the world. So that's the reason. And, and, you know, somebody, somebody breaking into my house, occupying it. And then, and then years go by and I'm not going to just forget that. That's my house. That's right. I'm not going to hate that house. That's You're going to hate the people that were in it. I'm going to hate the actions. I try not to hate people, yeah, but I'm going to hate the actions. I'm going to hold their ancestors, three generations, four generations, five generations later for the original sin, for the original crime, and for all the subsequent crimes that kept that original crime in place. Because it wasn't just enslavement. It was Jim Crow. It was the Black Codes. It was the Red Summer. It was the New Deal. It was, yeah, we, we, we go all the way up into inclu- including the, the all the redlining, the, the not just the redlining with the votes, the redlining with the bank loans. How many, you know, the, the, yeah, the still. Like Bruce Beach and all of the places, you know, what, what we now call Central Park. That was a black neighborhood just taken and turned into that. You know, what was the value of the real estate that was just taken from black people to build Central Park? That's that's a debt owed. So, no, I'm not going to hate this country. I'm, this, this country is rich. And, and those riches were based on, on what we the did. labor of my ancestors. So I am here for what is mine. I'm not, you're not going to give me anything except give me back what was taken. What was taken, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, when, when I take, when I take back my house that your, that your father, your grandfather stole, that's not stealing. That's justice. That's, 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 that's fairness. That's what is right. So, yeah, no, you know, you no, I, I don't, I don't hate this country. I'm never going to hate this country. No, I'm <laughs> proud of this country. All, all the black people who died in every war. No, no, you can't get me to hate this country. But, 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 just like family, when family is wrong, you call them out. You, you know, you, you, you have a cousin who came over and stole something. You say, you know, I love you, but you stole that. I need that back. That's not. That's not. You know, what, what, you don't hate your cousin. You don't. Hate yeah, that's true. You did, but you but you do say bring that stereo back or, or whatever you know you know bring the silverware back cousin 
That's yeah. what it is. Give it back, cousin. We all know you stole it. You got the sticky fingers. Here's the proof. I got the camera on you. And but in this case, it's the history books. It's not. A, it's not. It's not. It's not a. It's not a. It's not, a, not, a, not a nanny cam. Yeah, yeah. It's history books. It's historical record. We know what happened. Those of us who read. That's why they're so busy trying to get people not to read and trying to take truth out of the schools and not teach history. But it won't. It it it, 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 it doesn't work. The truth has a way. You know, they say life finds a way. The truth finds a way. The truth comes to light. It rises like the sun, and it will shine the light upon the sins of this nation present and past sins, and like the sun, it will disinfect them, and we will walk in that light. That's what the truth will do. And so that's what I'm about. Let's just tell the truth. But no, we're not going to We're not going to. Yeah, they don't want to do that. And we're not going anywhere because we built this. Why will we leave our house? This is our house. That's you true. think it's yours. I think it's mine. We both have a, an equal claim, a, a legitimate claim. And so... While these riches are being divided, we need to get our share of but, what we helped build. And in fact, that we started building before your family got here. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say the thing that the thing that makes no sense. And this goes down in history and you can't fight it. If you left England and came here because you were persecuted by your religious beliefs and whatever else was bothering you and you were willing to to sail without knowing where you're going and then you're coming here and you find people here and they allowed you to be here without causing you problems but then you went ahead and did exactly what they did to you in your country that you left for not only are you a hypocrite and contradicting you're you're like you're recreating like how they say um you know you have an abusive parent they hit you so you hit you're, you're continuing the cycle. Yeah. 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 But, but let's not, let's not fall for that myth. They, they, a lot of the people uh, who came here were not fleeing religious persecution or economic. No, I'm threat. saying their story. So, yeah, that's so, story. So that's that story, that's not the truth, though. But the, again, we, we, we could do this all night, but, but we've been at this for two hours and nine <laughs> minutes now. <laughs> Yeah, you don't only ask you we two fatherhood. All night. We have to cut it off at some point. But let, I couldn't let that last. That be the last. I was like, wait, we're not. We're not going to keep the myths, secrets, and lies going. This no, is, no, no, no. I don't mean it that way. The truth. People need to read about how who came over. Everybody that must have been a big damn boat. The Bayflower, because right. everybody's claiming the Bayflower. <laughs> like, right. like that wasn't how everybody got here. You know, just like Australia was a prison camp. So was America. Yeah. So don't don't get it twisted. It, everybody wasn't here looking for religious freedom and, and and fleeing a famine and all these other stories. And, you know that that they tell. That's that's made up after the fact. You know, oh, of course. The, you know, there's there's a lot of books to read to, to to get to get the truth about how America was originally populated and built. And and that's what I spend every some part of every day studying. Not just, you know, kind of, sort of, but every day. Into it, yeah. I, I, I'm committed to learning the truth and sharing it. And so um, thank you for the opportunity to do some of that on your platform. And, you know, now I'm thinking, uh, you know, maybe I'm going to do this, too. Because uh, that's what I'm going to do. I say, well, let's see. We I'm talked about that podcast. before. Yeah, let us let me see what this is like. So we'll exchange information. There's, there's stuff you want to know, something I said you mentioned earlier, and there's stuff I want to know. 
about you know this whole podcast platform. So let's let's do a trade. We'll barter, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and just trade information because that's how we got this far, you know. Yeah, and it's, it's been that's been going on for five hundred years. It's the only way we survive uh, is 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 each one teach one, you know, whether it's uh, you know uh, across a generation or um or, or from one you know from one generation to the next or uh, uh, within a generation you know so however however um you know we need to work that out let's work that out because uh, i want to understand this forum yeah. and 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 how to do this and then there's i don't know what it is but there's something i said that uh, made you say hmm i need to know more about that so we'll do that offline yeah 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 for sure and 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 uh Maybe we can do a part two because I had all these questions for you about like the solution to single parenting. I had a question about like uh, what your greatest. Well, actually, you know, you told me about the greatest uh, lesson you can teach. Um, right. But like the the challenging part of fatherhood and stuff like that. So. Oh, OK. So you, oh, we never got to any of that. OK. Well, no, but it's OK. Uh, this is, You know what I like? One was a, your attitude. You said let it flow. And two, that's yeah. kind of how I am. My wife, yeah. is, when she edits, she's very much on the, like, don't say um so much or whatever yeah, no, it may don't, be. Don't let her edit this. Let's let this be what yeah, it is. Be. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe I'm, I'm, I'm one who, who understands editing very well. I've worked in media for, you know, decades. But I also understand that what's beautiful about the Internet is that you could just let it go. I mean, I, I did those those uh, those those things for um, Facebook and then Clubhouse. They just let it go. Just leave, leave it alone. We, just we, let we it see make the its edited own life. version all the time. It changes the meaning when you every edit changes the meaning. You know what you what you cut out, what you leave in, how much of you cut out, what you juxtapose. Now all of a sudden, I'm going to be saying one thing after another that wasn't the way. I that's not the way it happened. It, 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 it yeah. distorts the truth. Don't edit it. We, we you know we 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 just flow. Let it just flow. I, I got don't, you. you know I don't believe in editing for, for this <laughs> in, in this form. That's the beauty of it. It's just then people can just experience it real time, like they're in the room with us, which is better. Um, you know than 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 here it is cleaned up. That's very European. It's African to just let it be. To be, be honest. So very European uh, instinct is to cut this part out, and you know, it's like the the arms are part of the rhythm. Sorry, you know, that's just real. No disrespect to your wife. I'm just speaking as no, a, no, no. A I get creative. it. I'm the um, same way. I'm very much yeah. of of, you know, like I'll be honest. We can have a conversation, and then I can hear something back, and or she can hear something back and say, um, "Are you sure you want that out there?" Because you know, ultimately you still want people to, to listen to you, but, right. but, but, but again, you know, the, the truth has a way. So you maybe, maybe something you said will cost you that viewer, but it'll gain you two more. The truth has a way you know, of, of finding, it, finding it's, it's ear. Yeah. You want, you want your actual audience. Yeah. You don't want the, the people who you've distorted yourself to appeal to any more than you can do that in a marriage. You got to yeah. be your authentic self. If you 100%. want the marriage to last, cause you can only fake so long. You yeah. know, and that's it's, that's why that's why if you want to be attractive, you got to be be a better person. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only way. It's like, how do you get how do you attract? Well, be a better person. That's yeah. How. Or better yourself. You know? Yeah. Yes. You improve yourself and don't worry about it. You will attract that. The act of improving yourself will put you in a circle. And this is this is this is the last thing I'll say. And then I'm, I'm going to have to go because I'm starting to uh, get hungry. Okay. Um, <laughs> is um, the way I met my wife. Our first date. Are you familiar with um, with the Giving Tree? I think that's called. I know what you're uh, talking about. It, in, in in churches, 
it started with Watergate. One of the guys in Watergate, um, you know, the, the the scandal that brought down the Nixon administration in 1974, mm-hmm. yep. uh, one of the guys who went to prison for that, similar to what we're about to see, I think. But anyway, one of the guys who went to prison and felt so much remorse. He said, I have to do something to redeem myself. And so he came up with this, I think it's called a giving tree. And what he did is he, he got very much into religion. He worked with churches. And what he said is there's a lot of guys that are locked up because he knew because he's now locked up that that. That, that are fathers and it's like their kids don't get Christmas presents. But what if we put this tree in every church and, and on the tree are these little mini trees hanging kind of like ornaments. And, and on those mini trees is the name of a kid and the, the toy they want. So they would, they would get the guy who the father who's incarcerated right. uh, to talk to his child and say, what's your child's name and find out what toy he wants. And then, and then also, what do you want to say to the child? And so then the person who's, you know, free out in the, the world would grab one of those little uh, ornaments off and it's, see the child's name, go to the store, buy the toy and say, and then go to the house, you know, of, of the kid and say, this is from your father and he wants you to know. And then you read the message. And I'm telling you, when you see these kids faces, because you have to have a, you know, an accomplice, so to speak, you know, like a grandmother or mother or somebody, you know, to, to have, make sure the kid's home and there and to, to, to arrange for when you're going to come by. So, but, so so that you knock on the door and the grandmother knows that you were coming by because she's she, she's aware of this whole process. And, the, and she has the kid there and you hand that toy to the kid and say, this is from your father. He wants you to know and that you, you know, he loves you and he's thinking about you every day. And that his greatest dream is that you can become that baseball player you want to be or whatever it is that the father said. It's a very simple idea, but very powerful experience. And we only did like three, you know, but that was the, the first date uh, for, for my wife and I. It, 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 here's the thing. Why, who even does that? You, you got to be on a certain kind of path to even be in a situation where that's what you do, you know, uh, uh, with your time. So we were both going to this particular church that was, you know, very scholarly, not one of those churches that it's just about money or just about, you know, singing right, songs. The and yeah. This is like driven by the tide. It's like, it was a really scholarly church. Um, um, it's, it's called Emmanuel community church in Los Angeles. Oh right? yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh yeah, Manual Community in, in Hawthorne is a very, very good church. It, it, it was at that time. I haven't been there in a long time, but but it was very scholarly and really about what the Bible is actually about. But anyway, so so you you know you have to find your way to that church, and then you have to decide. You know, oh you you, you know you you go up to that that you hear about the the, the, the giving tree and and you and you and you and you you're over there and you and you and you, and you grab it and say, well we can do this together. You know why don't we do this together? And that's that's your first date. Well here we are. 31 years later, that's five amazing. years of dating, 26 years of marriage, still going strong. And that's our origin story. So, you know, when you talk about, you know, the single mom, you know, the, the people are like in the clubs trying to find the Mr. Right or, right. or you know, I'm like, or Miss Right or whatever. I'm like, maybe the giving tree is a better place to start. Right, right. <laughs> so, a look, place look of the, phil- philanthropic. The person who finds that a cool thing to do. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And like that's like it's not hard. It's like that's but that's improving yourself because that if you if you if you reverse engineer that that means you're at that church. That means you you probably weren't out till three a.m. Mm-hmm. You know that Saturday night. You probably you came home a little earlier. That means that you, that you that you didn't just sit there and think about you know yourself. You're thinking about what can I do for somebody else. And all of those decisions make you a better person, which which 
causes you to be attractive to a better person and 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 because you are a better person you know so you know it's not complicated you know it's like be better you know and 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 better means less selfish doesn't mean a a a, a better dress or a tighter dress or a a a nicer car or you know anyway it means a better person and then you will attract a, a better people that's that's what you know. That's what I would say. I agree. Um, you know, I, I I do think these thirty one years of happiness all trace back. I can still see that kid's face, the first door. I think we went to three or four, but I'm never going to forget that first kid's face. His face lit up because I don't even think it was the gift. It's like this is from your father. When I said father, his face lit. up up and then i told him what his father had to say which i can't even remember but you know he held on to those words like right. i hold on like to my the bible words yeah yeah it, it was it was yeah because because it, no, it was literally his father his physical father who was incarcerated that's the way it works the incarcerated father writes a message puts the name of the kid and the, the and, and specifies the toy and then the address and you take it off of the, the tree at your local church and you drive over to that house having bought that gift and you give it to that child and you read that message from his physical father who he may or may not have ever seen. Right, that's it, what I'm saying. How, and it'll hit you like the Bible, like you're like, oh, that's like that seared. You meant, I thought you meant heavenly father. I'm like, no, no, no. It's, no, it's like, yeah. it's like seared into your mind at that right. point, you know? So to me, that's a great first date and they do it every Christmas in hundreds of churches, probably thousands of churches across the country. So there's plenty of opportunity. Yeah, if to, that's, to do be, if what be you're better. really looking for is true love because a person who could do that is capable of true love. True. They, they, they just who does that? That's not an everyday thing that everybody does. But or, or, or aware of. Even aware of. That's why I talk about it. Because sometimes people don't know where to start. They think, well, maybe if that dress didn't work, I'll try this dress. Or maybe if, maybe if, if I had this kind of car, I'm going to get these spoilers, you know, these kind of, how am I going to find that honey? You know, like I just hear conversations that don't have anything to do with what work. What works is making yourself a better person, which means what are you doing for somebody else? Because if you're the kind of person who's trying to figure out how you can benefit somebody else, in so doing, you're going to run into other people who are trying to benefit somebody else. And what is marriage? It's two people trying to benefit somebody else. People go into marriage and they think marriage is about what they want, what they want. I'm like, this is not going to work out. It's about what you have to give. Yeah. It's about what you have to offer and finding another person who has the same kind of heart to give. Marriage is not taking, it's giving. But that's not it's, how it's taught. It's well, I'm just that's why I'm saying it because I'm like, I don't know. I, I, the movies make it like, I'm just so lonely. Like, that's not what it's about. Yeah. It's about you getting off of yourself. Yeah. And getting into someone else. That alone is an attractive quality. Everybody can be selfish. Yeah. But, but what's interesting, what's different is a person who's looking to help someone else Selfless. all the time. That's it. So my wife are in an arms race. I think who can help the other one more? And I don't even know who's winning. I would say both of us. That's what. Yeah, happens. because you're both and benefiting. It, but it started with trying to, you know, give put a smile on the face of a child. That's what it, it did. It started with the face, a, a smiling face of a child for us. And so that's my testimony. And I don't care because people say, "Oh, you're trying to." I'm like, put yourself. I'm like, no. I'm trying to tell people what I learned and how I've been. It's a story. 
That's my story. And you're a storyteller. You can reject it. You can enjoy it. You can copy it. I don't care what you do with it, but that's my story and my wife's story. And so I use that as an example of the direction that I think, because I see so many people hurting and they're trying and they're praying and they're tearing and they're trying to read this book and that book. And I'm like, just start off with who can you help? Who can you be a blessing to? Because that'll put you in the circle you want to be in. Because that's the that's what marriage is about. You helping somebody else, your wife or your husband, your kids, their family. Like it's giving, not taking. Stop thinking about what you want to get. What yeah. You need what you gotta have. With blah, blah, here's my list. I'm like, you're gonna be alone. You know, whether now or during that marriage or after, you're gonna, you're be, gonna alone. be alone coming at it like that but But if you're if you're if you're really there to give yes some people are going to take advantage of you yeah move on from those people but there's that doesn't mean you abandon what works because eventually especially if you do something like like go on giving tree dates eventually you're going to find another giving person and then you're going to have a lifetime and where it's like the time just flies by i'm like this is i can't believe it's with 26 years of marriage and five years of dating that quick it feels like 10 minutes yeah, we're and at so, twenty. Yeah, but it but it started with a smiling face uh, of a of a child. So I'll leave it there because I'm I'm like I'm like I'm going horse now. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me. I just want to close it with uh, just telling you, Belma, thank you um, yeah. for well, coming you. on and and for me to end it with uh, stories and solutions. Um, the whole premise of this uh, podcast is to speak your mind. You can. You can swear if you want to. I really don't care. It's a matter of it has to have a purpose. But the the, the, the end result is if you remember um, the guy that was on Channel 4 and he used to always do the, um, the uh, what do you call it, reviews of like different auto shops or whatever it was. And then he would he would give the solution at the end and mm-hmm. he, even 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 Jerry Springer would try to do a solution. Yeah, right. Right? So so for me Final word. Right? So my 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 premise of this was I don't like that people talk and then they don't have something concrete. So I'm offering to you uh in this closing is uh to be a co-host with me um maybe three episodes if you want. You can come up with the topics. And I, I feel like we both learn from each other. We both help each other. And and then, like you said before, off air, we can talk about the other thing with the bartering or whatever. But I'm more than willing to because I'm I'm like how you said you, 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 you had that you were looking for that fire. Something you said it was like, I, I really need to talk to you. And this is going to make me. Uh, propel, um, sure, propel sure. me. Let, let's so, do it. Let's just see where, so, where it goes. It's like I said, it's something I want to explore anyway. Yeah, I'll drive um, out and, there. Yeah. Oh, you want to do it like side by side? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, just when we talk. I was saying, if you, if you wanted to talk next time. Oh, oh, that too. Yeah, we yeah, can that, do that. Yeah, but, we can do that. yeah, it's, it's nice here. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, we we can do that too. The yeah, podcast it, it, could be um, Zoom or this way, whichever you choose. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Whatever. So just let me know. Eat your yeah. food and have a good night. 
honestly, yeah, I'm not in any kind of decision mode. I'm like hungry. Yeah, yeah. Take, take, take. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate your time. I need to grubs. The muscles are screaming. It's like, <laughs> eat me. <laughs> no, but I truly appreciate your time. I know it's valuable. Yeah, I, and I appreciate yours and the invitation. This was this was fun to do. And boy, we sure did go. That was two and a half hours, dude. Can you believe that? Did, did it feel like it? <laughs> no. See, that's no, a great I, thing. That's what well, makes me feel like it's a good show. What does it feel like to the audience? That, that's who it needs to be quick to. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out because, uh, we'll yeah, because I, I, I'm telling you, um, well, my wife's still going to listen to it, but she'll be the first one to say, hey, this, I, you lost me here or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, that, but you know, that's not that's not the only instinct. Um, you know, it's like maybe we lost you, but maybe that's exactly what we, we wanted to somebody do. else. True. That's the thing. You got to have a lot more experience um, with, with audiences before you can make those choices. I spent a lot of time on stages and, and, um, and interviewing people, thousands of, inter- of, of interviews of people face to face and, and, and all over the country uh, conducting, uh, doing shows, um, you know, live, you know, with hundreds of people watching and responding. And I saw, and I'm telling you, leave this alone. I'm telling you, just trust me. I will. This is is not just one man's opinion. I've (laughs) I've spent my lifetime doing this. Um, And and I know the last thing you want to do it because there's a spirit, even the silence has a purpose. You know, even the quiet is reflection. And while we're reflecting, so is the the, the audience. They're like, don't stop editing. Stop. I got you. I got Stop. you. That's 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 the wrong way to go. Trust me. <laughs> I, I I'm not somebody guessing. No, I get you. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. No, I so get you. So I will you, I will talk to you another day. Okay, you have a good evening. Yes, sir. This was Stories and Solutions. I am Mr. Todd. Be easy. <laughs>